0: Hey, it's Mark K. from The Mark K. Show. Have you heard about the brand new free speech-friendly platform called Locals? Well, we're on it, and we want you to join us there. Go to markk.locals.com right now. That's markk.locals.com.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
0: You make bad news
1: sound
2: good. Mark K. for three hours a
0: day. Love it! This is the Markay Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. If you're trying to get through. If you're not trying to get through, it doesn't matter. Number doesn't change. It's still the same. You just don't have to dial them. Uh, what's up? This is the Markay Show, and my name is Markay. Thanks so much for joining us. Listen, Before we get into too much, there is breaking news. Breaking news. Like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, but Dylan Mulvaney... Dylan Mulvaney, the young TikTok transgender uh person who single handedly brought down Bud Light with that that can campaign during during March Madness back in well back in March, which is when March Madness Dylan Mulvaney is uh trying his hand at country music. And I hear what? He, yeah, he's releasing a brand new song, and it's all about the trials and tribulations that men encounter when they start dressing like women. And it's called Try That in a Ball Gown.
3: You had me going for a second
0: try that in a ball gown ball being in uh quotes you know what my what's up uh thanks so much for joining us. man we have so much to get to I don't know I don't know where to even begin we was I was making diligent notes all day I was pulling audio I was listening to that I was re-listening to this I was trying to become uh, totally uh, you know knowledgeable and and well versed on all of the big stories of the day so that I can come on here and not only entertain and inform you but also um you know uh you know what's what without any of that fake news we don't like fake news we're like a fake news free zone and so uh and with everything that went on this past weekend it took me a while but I think I finally got it together um so we're gonna have a if you're ever if you've ever turned on the radio and been like well let's see what this show's all about I'm gonna be honest with you this show's probably one of the this is probably the best show for you to tune into if you, this is like your first time listening to the show I might actually turn you tell you to turn it off Because
3: what? Never a good idea.
0: No, I know. But here's the thing. I don't want to set the bar. But with all the news and all the excitement and all the fun that we've got planned, we've got, uh, you know, another K's kid coming in for the for week two of Christmas in July. We are going to be uh, checking in on the Church of Liontology because they were back at it over the weekend. Just a lion like they like they like liars do. We've got the Barbie movie that came out, and oh my goodness, the reaction to that was crazy, which we have to discuss. J- Kamala Harris was right here in Jacksonville, Florida, home. Of Patriot HQ on Friday, and she was spouting all kinds of falsehoods and uh, de- uh, divisive statements about um, about something that's again not happening actually in Florida, but she wants you to believe it is because she believes uh, driving a wedge between the races will further help her and Joe Biden in the 2024 presidential election. All this stuff going on today, plus we're gonna play some before and after. I mean, really, like it's it's gonna be such a jam packed day that if this is your first day listening to the Mark K show, if for whatever reason you just moved. To town or you just found us or what have you, you're probably, it's probably going to set the bar too high. And then tomorrow you're going to be like, wow, I don't I mean, yesterday's show was amazing. This show's really good. Or maybe we just are then inspired to do good shows every single... I mean, they're all great shows.
3: They're all fantastic.
0: I'm just saying, this one just... I hope I get to it all. I should probably shut up and get to it all. 855 <laughs> uh, 940 our number uh, Welcome to all of the Patriots listening all over the country. All of you liberty, love, and freedom defending Patriots who are combative conservatives and constitutionalists and work every single day to help us do what we want to do, and that is save the Republic and have fun doing it. And we're going to kick it off with this Barbie movie, which was number one at the box office by like... A mile, like 20 miles. Barbie at the box office this weekend was Donald Trump in the primary polls. Barbie just took $110 million, $120 million, something ridiculous like that, higher even than the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was one of the uh, top grossing films, if not the top grossing film of the year, until this past weekend. And the Barbie movie, Love It or Hate It, is the first really successful box office movie we've seen in a very long time and some people loved it, and some people, like Ben Shapiro, really hated it. This movie is not just a piece of This movie is a flaming
4: piece of dog piled atop an entire dumpster on fire, piled atop a landfill filled with dog It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I I noted that from the first of, (laughs) Ben Shapiro, You know, Ben Shapiro, I went on Twitter, oh, I'm sorry, I went on X.
3: Oh my gosh. We'll get to that.
0: (laughs) That's gonna take me a hot minute, by the way, to make that transition. But uh, we'll get to that in just a minute as well. I went on X, formerly known as Twitter, this weekend, and I saw Ben Shapiro (laughs) post a review of the Barbie movie, okay? Yeah. But it wasn't just any review of the Barbie movie. It was a 43-minute review of the Barbie movie by Ben Shapiro. 43 minutes. Ben Shapiro. Was it even 43 or was it even longer? Hold on. Let me double- I can have it right here. It was, I'm sorry, 42 minutes and 44 seconds. Okay. Just shy of 43 minutes. And most of, the, most of the review was just like exactly what I played you for the Barbie movie. This movie is not just a piece of sh-. This movie is a flaming piece of dog sh- piled atop an entire dumpster
4: on fire, piled atop a landfill filled with dog sh-. It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
0: Right, and he had oh, and he had uh, man, he brought receipts too. He had like notes and notes and notes. He actually lit a Barbie doll on fire and threw it into a dumpster that to prove excessive. his point about how well you know it's when you're saying something's a dumpster fire, you want to have a nice, you want to have a visual aid. And uh, one of the other things that uh, that happened was he saw Oppenheimer, and I guess at the end of his lengthy Barbie review, he jumped into the Oppenheimer review. But the Barbie movie very interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, like I said, you had a lot of folks. You had a lot of folks who went out there and saw it and loved it because pink Barbie, great, funny, Ryan Gosling, topless, whatever the reason you went, that's why you went. I mean, some people, let's be honest, a lot of people like to see Ryan Gosling topless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Then there were the people that went and or didn't go. They refused to go because they heard it was woke. They heard it was garbage. They heard it was all about women empowerment and it was anti-family and it was this, that and the other, yada, 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 which I think is what Ben Shapiro's point was. Then there were people that said, no, this is actually not what you think it is. This movie is about it's anti-woke. And one of the people that I read, surprisingly, again, on X this past weekend, was Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer ran for Congress. She's from here in Florida. She is a, I guess you would call her kind of a controversial figure from time to time. Oh, 100%. Uh, well, Last time I saw Laura Loomer, we were at the uh, we were at the uh, uh, Florida Teenage Republican Convention, the Federation of Teenage Republicans in Florida. I went to go speak and she was in the audience and uh, she took the little clip of my, my impromptu poll where nobody was going to vote for anybody but Donald Trump. She posted it on Twitter. Anyway, so I wrote to her after I read a review and I said, you have to come on the show. And she's like, I can't Monday, but maybe Tuesday. So we're going to try to work her in tomorrow. But I just want to read you her review of the Barbie movie movie because I heard everyone say it was trash. I heard everyone say it was woke. I heard everyone say it was garbage. I heard everyone say it was in you know impressing upon young girls that family's not necessary and that gender is this that and the other and it's going to turn more men uh, into homosexual. I do, I heard all these things. But I want to read you Laura Loomer's review because she's the only person I've ever heard say this. She said, "Don't listen to people who are telling you the Barbie movie is woke. If anything, it's a genius mockery of wokism. The movie revolves around the fact that there's only two genders. It admits that in order to be a real woman, you have to have a vagina, and to be a man, you have to have a penis. <laughs> the movie is mockery of feminism and suggests that if you want to have a world that is unrealistic and run by women, then it's fantasy land like Barbie land where women think they are in control but children are actually controlling their destiny. The movie revolves around the concept that men run the real world, which is true. The movie also mocks youth who use terms like fascism to attack things and people they don't like. Ultimately, and this is where it gets into a little spoiler alert, the female protagonist of the film, I'm guessing that's Barbie. I assume that's Barbie. You didn't see the movie, did you? No. Uh, The female protagonist of the film decides that she is happier living in the real world that is run by men. If anything, it's a mockery of woke and a mockery of being a simp. Go see Barbie, you will love it. It's hilarious. That was Laura Loomer. And you don't get more conservative and traditional than Laura Loomer. Right. So it was re- so then I was like, man, I really maybe I should go see it.
3: I kind of want to see it based on her review. Yeah, really? Well, and because I loved Barbie growing
0: up. Yeah, I know. that's And that's the thing. Like a lot of people, they went because they loved Barbie growing up and they came out thinking, mm, I don't even know. Mm, 855 yeah. uh, <laughs> 940 mark is our number. If you want to, uh, if you went to go see the Barbie movie and you agree or disagree with any of these, maybe you agree with Laura Loomer that it wasn't woke, it was actually anti-woke. Maybe you agree that it mocked these, uh, these this multiple gender ideology or the fact that women can run the world and that men are totally obsolete. Maybe you went and you feel more like Ben Shapiro this movie is not just a piece of. Shit. This movie
4: is a flaming piece of dog shit piled atop an entire dumpster on fire, piled atop
0: a landfill filled with dog. Shit. It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I may, I, again, I haven't seen the movie. In fact, Saturday, uh, this is what I feel about the Barbie movie, just based on the trailers and what I've heard and read from people. is On Saturday, as I told you, I went out in record breaking heat. Uh, you know, it was like it was 99 degrees, feel like temperature 110 sun beating down on my, on my head. Uh, I was, I was inside my garage working and toiling and cleaning and purging and sweeping and hauling away boxes and bikes and all kinds of other objects. I was like hot, drenched with sweat. I was, you know, shaking, dehydrated. Are you supposed to be like Ryan Gosling in his Barbie movie? (laughs) Was that how he was in the Barbie movie? I
3: don't know. He said he was topless a lot. So I,
0: I wasn't topless. I said I was sweaty and drenched with sh- with uh, sweat.
3: I guess I just- Why assi- are you imagining me topless I'm in my garage? I'm not you topless. I just ass- really I just weird. assumed like he was topless su- Please go on with your cleaning see.
0: I worked and toiled and she swept, hauled boxes, <laughs> bikes. I'm reading the transcript. Uh, nothing in here had me say I was topless.
3: I'm so sorry. I-, I just assumed if it was hot outside, you would take off your shirt. That sounded really weird and I feel like HR is going to get called. Wow,
0: can you please- I'd like you to call HR. We're going to have to have an intervention <laughs> because you're- You know what? Never mind. All I was going to say is I'd rather do all of that than go see the Barbie movie.
3: Whoa, I thought you said you might want to see it after Laura Loomer's review. I know,
0: I changed my mind. automatically. Although now that I imagine you uh, picturing me like Ken, do it like Ryan Gosling doing my garage, maybe I will go see
3: it. I just meant manual labor. I don't know why. I don't, You know
0: what? I probably shouldn't go. I don't want to get swamped. I don't want people going, oh
3: my God, it's Ryan Gosling.
0: <laughs> 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. That was really awkward. I'm going to be honest with you.
3: Oh my gosh, I don't want to see you
0: topless. I know you don't. I'm just you were imagining it. Okay. No, anyway, uh 855940 Mark is our number. There's other Hunter Biden news. Hunter Biden was visiting his lawyer um over the weekend in Malibu because you know, when you're wanted by the feds and when you're under investigation by the House, uh, you know, uh, committee like multiple House committees and when your father's on the brink of p- potentially being impeached, um, you want to go to Malibu and spend some quality time with your lawyer. But something really interesting and bizarre happened while he was in Malibu hanging out with his lawyer. We'll bring that, t- uh, potentially illegal too. We'll talk about that um, in just a minute. And like I said, we got we to gotta jump into uh, Kamala Harris, come to Jacksonville. Oh, and yes, we also have to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this transition from Twitter to X. When Elon Musk bought Twitter, he talked for a very long time about how he was he was building this thing called X. X.com, X whatever, and X is supposed to be a a multi-platform, multimedia sensation, not just a place where you can go and write a uh, 140-character tweet or a 140-character message that you send out to the world. Not just a place where you can post photos or little videos, but he wants it to be an all-encompassing communication and media company. We started to see a little bit of this when uh, Tucker ran over to Twitter and jumped in with Tucker on Twitter, which is a long form, anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours television show. We've seen advertisers pop in. We've seen Elon Musk revamp and really push this spaces feature on on Twitter or X, as you would call it, in, uh, going so far as to launch Ron DeSantis' campaign with the Twitter spaces. We won't get into, well, we won't get into how that happened, but you know, you, you, you know the thing. Uh, Well, now he's taken the next step and actually rebranded Twitter as X. And he's getting rid of the birds. He's getting rid of the tweets. The bird will be no more, and it'll be replaced by a big giant X. And all of this is happening. Well, Mark Zuckerberg and his new pet project, Threads, continues to lose millions and millions of followers by the day. So that battle's completely intensifying. Also, there's something that could be happening in August. August twenty-third, to be exact, which might push X back into the stratosphere of one of the most important apps and websites and social media companies uh, that this world has ever seen. And we'll get into all that more. We've got some before and after. We've got um, we've got the K's Kid Day, what six of the of uh, Christmas in July. Yeah, day six. So much more to get to. So very little time to squeeze it all in. But we're going to do our best. Don't go anywhere, folks. Stay right where you are. More Mark K Show is on the way. this is the Mark K show. My name is Mark K 855940 Mark is the number 8559406275. I thought I'd sing it because you know when things are musical.
3: 6275.
0: When people, you know like uh when you sing a number, it's uh it's easier to remember. Like, you know 8675309. Five, oh, right, that's yeah. you, Jenny Jenny. Um there's other numbers. a lot of you know commercials will use them like uh
3: 877 seven, text now.
0: Yeah, right, that's another, that's another good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, there are a bunch of them. There's, uh. well, Ask Gary is different, but I just thought, <laughs> 1-800-ASK-GARY. <laughs> 1-800-ASK-GARY. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite. But anyway, the, the, a lot of times, we'll work on a song. Hannah, you're a musical. Kind of. You should get your keyboard out and start working on a way to sing the number, 855 mark
3: Okay. 855- This reminds me of The Office, but okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, The People, Papers, People. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the people the,
3: the Paper, People, paper, paper,
0: People. People, right, yeah. That was a great song, by the way. Yeah. Uh, David is in Jacksonville. Hi, David. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Markay Show. What's going on, sir?
5: Hey, uh, I just want to tell you, I went and saw the Barbie movie with, uh, I'm, I'm like a, an older conservative dad and my wife's woke and my daughter's uh, like a 14-year-old uh, girl <laughs> who actually could have been that girl in the movie oh. uh, and, my, my, and my 10-year-old son. And it was one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Really? It was completely, oh, it's completely tongue-in-cheek, absolutely hilarious. Oh it's really? A strong movie. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I'm an artist, so I, I look at it from an artist perspective. But, sure. Uh, it, it was an It was an amazingly well done movie, uh, and Vince Shapiro can go stick it because honestly, it was tongue in cheek. And and I would say, yeah, it wasn't woke, but it was all the woke stuff that you would imagine in a California movie. But it was. It was just funny. So yeah, what, I mean, was it? Was,
0: was it woke or was it woke as a joke? I'd say it's
5: borderline both because, okay. you know, I mean, you couldn't take it serious. I mean, yeah. it was, it was a comedy. Sure. You know, I mean, the whole thing was, it was really super funny, but also there was a lot of you know, warm heartwarming stuff. Like my wife was crying at the end of it, you know, your wife was, was crying
0: just, at the end of the Barbie movie.
5: Oh yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was emotionally touching, yeah. uh, but it was also,
0: I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was just classically funny. Oh good. All right. See so David, you can't make a judgment until you see it. You're no. And that's what I try not to judge. And I usually fail miserably, but I try not to. Uh, but so you're a conservative. Your wife oh, yeah. is woke, and your daughter is like a 14 year old girl who could have starred in this film.
5: right. yeah, she could have been the daughter. we' were, We were laughing, so that's that's my daughter.
0: Oh my God. Well David, listen, thank you so much for that review. We really uh, we really appreciate it. And again, and that's the thing that Laura Loomer was the first one I'd heard until David called that was conservative and said this movie is hilarious. and you can't take it too seriously. And if you don't, then you see that it's actually maybe slightly anti-woke. 855-940-MARK if you have a different opinion
1: We're entertaining meets informative This show makes the listener Feel like it's my show You make mm-hmm. bad news sound good Mark K
2: For three hours a day
1: Loving it This is the Mark K show
0: 855-940-MARK Is our number 855-940-6275 Thanks so much for joining us today folks we appreciate it I just got a uh, just got a message from our buddy for Giotto Blow who wrote uh, Boycott Target. Yeah, Trump's bargain. nephew. Yeah, Trump's nephew. And he wrote to me, he said, yo, dog. Because that's how we talk. Nice. Now. That's how we talk to each other. He wrote, yo, dog, Marjorie Taylor Greene posted your Newsmax show on IG, which means uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene posted my Newsmax show on Instagram. No, we got that. And so I went and I found it on her, I found it uh, on her reels there. And I'm trying to share it to my story. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I, maybe I figured it out. Oh, add to story. Never mind. I got it. Well, what had happened before? I know exactly what happened. Okay. It was, it was very technical, but it was a, it was a post of a reel. So I had to go to the actual reel and now I'm going to share it to my add to story. So if you would like to see me on Newsmax on Marjorie Taylor Greene's story on Instagram, just go to Instagram, follow Mark K, -K 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 M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E. Real quick. Beverly is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Beverly, did you see the Barbie movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay, all right. What movie did you see over the weekend? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, and that was the other big smash hit—the uh, story of the father of the atomic bomb, um, Doctor. What's his name? Oppenheimer. What's his first right, name?
4: Right. I think it was Robert. Is it Robert Oppenheimer?
0: I don't know. That sounds right. And a lot of people, and, and the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie—they were marketed together. A lot of folks said, "Send the girls to see Barbie. Send the boys to see Oppenheimer." Oppenheimer, and they called it Barbieheimer. Which was kind of interesting, but both of them did very, very well, uh, very, very well over the weekend. What did you think of Oppenheimer?
4: I loved it, but I'm a real history nerd, so Hmm. I really, really loved it. And my advice is if you're going to see Oppenheimer, get a big popcorn, but get a small drink. Because it's a three-hour movie, and you don't <laughs> want to miss one second
0: of it. That was good. It. <laughs> get, a, get a big popcorn and a small drink because it's a, uh, it's a very lengthy movie. Hey, that is great advice, Beverly. Thanks so much for calling. We definitely appreciate it. Or just get an extra empty cup.
3: Not all of us can do that oh in God. the theater. That's
0: good. well, the, mostly. Actually, the none
3: are, of you should. Let
0: me clarify. I'm just saying. 940 Mark is our number. There were some questions. I mean, we had a we had we had again a couple people call in about the Barbie movie. A lot of people are commenting on our our social media streams. But the one thing about the Barbie movie is, and one of the complaints that one of the many complaints that Ben Shapiro had, and many other parents have had as well, is that this seems like it's a movie that's geared toward children. It's about a child's toy. It's very pink. It's all about Barbie land. It's, you know, basically produced by Mattel. Everyone thinks, oh, my gosh, this is a great movie for little girls to go to with their moms. Again, because, as we mentioned beforehand, Ryan Gosling's topless, so you got something for the girls and something for their moms. Uh, But there were a lot of jokes that were deemed inappropriate. For example, this one about beaching this is, this is Ryan Gosling yeah. and a couple of the other people, and they're yelling at each other, and they're saying, beach. But there's kind of an innuendo. Like, this beach was a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beach you off right now, Ken. I'll beach off with you any day, Ken. Anyone who wants to beach him off has to beach me off first. I will beach both of you off at the same time. Beach
6: on, both of us off. Beach. Nobody's going to beach anyone
0: off. And that's Barbie coming to the rescue. So, again, you hear there's there's a lot of those jokes, a lot of those innuendos. A lot of these the, uh, the imagery or the references were to things that – I mean, not even not even a little kid wouldn't get, but Hannah wouldn't get. She's almost 30. Like, for example, the opening scene was a reference to 2001, A Space Odyssey. Hannah, have you ever seen 2001, A Space Odyssey? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you would remember it if you did. You'd remember it if you did. So a little, a little questionable. Thing. But again, mixed reviews. Some people say it's woke. Some people say it ain't. Uh, you can judge for yourself. And if you saw it and you'd like to comment, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, let's talk about right, let's talk about a different kind of comedy, shall we? Uh, Her name is Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is what I saw this weekend. Kamala Harris, on Friday, we told you, was coming to Jacksonville, Florida, to yell at us about being racist for a while. And luckily, we have a brand new liberal mayor who was happy to let her to do it, let her do it, met her on the runway, you know, took her to the car. I believe, sat through this whole debacle of a speech that she gave, and then uh, said, thank you so much for coming, Kamala. Come and call us racist bigots anytime you want. Jacksonville is here for you to use as a race baiting platform for the twenty twenty four. Election, so we're we're lucky to have a new mayor like that. Uh, but Kamala Harris, she rolled into town, and she was she was parroting these remarks she'd given the day before. In fact, it was almost identical to the speech she gave the day before. And I'm going to be honest with you, it was much more comical the first time. by the second time, it just seemed a little a little sad. Phil Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, wants you to know though that anybody who speaks badly of Kamala Harris or or insults her intelligence or insults the things she says is 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 uh, doing a disservice to the country and is just plain wrong because he loves Kamala.
1: Uh, she is an icon. She is an icon in the South Asian community, in the African American community, among millions of women in this country. Um, I frankly think it's offensive, and I think at the end of the day, it's a losing strategy.
0: It's a losing strategy to attack Kamala Harris, especially since you don't have to actually attack Kamala Harris. You can just play her words verbatim, and <laughs> they just speak for themselves. He, but I, By the way, when I first read the headline that uh, Governor Murphy from New Jersey called Kamala Harris an icon, I thought at first they just misspelled moron, but uh, I was oh like, no, no, it's M-O-R, not I-C. <laughs> oh, no, he actually meant... And I, listen to what she This is her. She came into Jacksonville. Maybe, gosh, if the speech was 20 minutes, I'd be shocked. The, the Ben Shapiro rant about the Barbie movie was longer than Kamala Harris's speech. Uh, listen to what she said when she came to Jacksonville on, on Friday. When
7: we walk in those rooms, we do it proud of the fact that we have been held up and held out as a role model. Well, the thing about being a role model is this. When you're a role model, people watch what you do to see if it matches what you say.
0: Now, this to me is ironic. Oh, maybe that's what he meant. Maybe he wasn't saying she's iconic, she's ironic. Because she said, when you're a role model, people watch what you do to make sure it
7: matches what you say. Something along those lines. Well, the thing about being a role model is this. When you're a role model, people watch what you do to see if it matches what you say.
0: Yeah. Okay. yeah, so they, they watch what you do to see if it matches what you say. So, for example, Kamala Harris, the role model uh, of, I don't know what, uh, she was appointed border czar. Her job was to clean up the mess at the border. Her job was to make sure our border was secure. Her job was to make sure that there was no more influx of illegal aliens pouring across our border uh, into this country, well, illegally. And yet, in her first, gosh, what, six to seven months as borders are she didn't even go to the border and in fact the last time she was in jacksonville florida on our runway giving a speech one of the reporters from the local 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 news station approached her and said vice president madam vice president are you planning to go to the border and this is what kamala harris replied
7: um not today
0: (laughs) oh wait a minute i'm sorry i thought as a I thought as a I thought as a role model they were going to watch what you do to see if it matches up with what you say. And you say you're the borders are you say that you are in charge of cleaning up the mess of the border you say you are concerned about the sovereignty of this country. You say you're concerned about law and order. You say that you're concerned about the illegal aliens coming over, the drug trafficking, the 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 rape and the murder, the human trafficking that's happening down there. You say you're concerned about these people, uh, you know, interacting with the Border Patrol and being in unsafe conditions and being stuck in these, these, these massive uh, compounds where hundreds of people are in a room that was designed for 50. You say you care about all that. But then when you were asked, are you going to the border, you said,
7: um, not today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the irony of that statement uh, That, you know, you, when you're a role model People want you to make sure you do what you say Well, guess what? We're watching you You ain't doing what you say you're going to do But I digress, there was more To Kamala Harris's massively long 20-minute speech in Jacksonville When
7: you are a leader, you must know history And by the way, be really clear Be really clear. All the folks that we would go out and send our children to go and meet around the world are clear about our history. And we're going to send our own children out to not know what it is?
0: One guy clapping.
7: Building in a handicap for our children that they're going to be the ones in the room? Who don't know their own history when the rest of the world does? I'm not
0: sure what she's referring to here. I know she came here because she's concerned about the new Florida curriculum uh, that she claims incorrectly says slavery benefited the slaves. It's not at all what it says. And she's trying to drive a wedge between black and white voters in the state of Florida so that they can maybe beat back some of the redness of the state. It's not going to work because well, we're not stupid. And Kamala Harris is, well, (laughs) not smart. Uh, But that's what she's trying to do. And I guess she's saying when we send our children out into the world, they're at a disadvantage. They're at a handicap because we haven't taught them the truth about history. We haven't taught them what's really going on in this country. And everyone else in the world knows the truth about our history. So our kids are going to be the laughing stock of uh, the world. Probably that's the case, but not because they don't know history, it's because our public school system is in such a shambles, and Joe Biden and the teachers union have done absolutely nothing to fix it. But the irony is that she says, as leaders, we need to know history. And this is coming from a woman who doesn't even know the preamble to the Constitution of the United States of America. In fact, she said, the most ironic thing I've ever heard, she said, we need to remember the preamble and then went on to misquote the preamble.
7: And let's remember the preamble to the Constitution of the United States.
0: By the way, she says something un, like, incoherent here. Man crump. Like man crump. I don't know what that means. And then, after saying let's remember the preamble to the Constitution, she looks down at her notes because clearly she don't remember the preamble to the Constitution.
7: We the people in order to form a more
0: perfect union. Eh. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. We the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union. In trying to remember the preamble to the Constitution, Kamala Harris forgot the preamble to the Constitution. We the
7: people In order to form a more perfect union.
0: Either she doesn't know it, never learned it, can't remember it, or even worse, she purposely left out the words United States. Because when you're a Democrat, you don't like the United States. You prefer the federal government. You don't like that there's 50 individual states that are self-governing under the bond of one federal country, no. The Democrats are not big fans of different states doing things differently, like, for example, constitutional carry or or getting strict abortion laws in there. I think either she forgot the actual preamble, didn't know it or changed it so that she's not perpetuating this uh, beautiful notion of a group of United States of America's of America for me. But that's where the uh, that's where really that's where kind of the ridiculousness stopped and the lying began. She started talking about the reason she was there, and the reason she was there is because Florida, the free state of Florida under the governance of Ron DeSantis is just a bunch of extremists.
7: Extremists here in Florida, pass a law, don't say gay, trying to instill fear in our teachers that they should not live their full life and love who they love.
0: Now we could go on and on and on about how this don't say gay bill is so incorrectly branded don't say gay and we could go on and on about how it has nothing to do with teachers not living their full life or their full potential or not being able to put a photo on their desk of them and their gay husband or gay wife or gay lover or multiple wives and what I mean again you could if you have a family photo as long as people aren't nude or in compromising positions or dressed as or dressed as the gimp from fiction. As long as that's fine, then you're okay to have whatever photo of whatever family you want on your desk. But that doesn't go with the narrative that Ron DeSantis and those Republicans in Florida have turned this into a crazy extremist state full of white supremacists who want you to think that slavery was good, which brings her to her main lie.
7: And now, on top of all of that, they want to replace history with lies. <laughs> middle school students in Florida to be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery. (laughs) High schoolers may be taught that victims of violence, of massacres, were also perpetrators. I said it yesterday. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not have it.
0: They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, said a woman who is standing on stage in Jacksonville, Florida, insulting people and gaslighting them with a revisionist form of history and outright lies about what the curriculum in the state of Florida is going to say regarding slavery moving forward. And this was so bad and so wrong and so just disgustingly, inaccurate and false on so many levels that even CNN <laughs> had to report about what a lying liar Kamala Harris was. And we'll get you those clips here in just a minute. Eight five five nine four zero. mark is our number, Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. If you want to get through, uh, we'll get some of your phone calls here in just a minute too. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K shows coming up right after this. Hey, this is the K Show. My name is K 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate it. we got another Barbie review. This is Terry from New York. Hi, Terry. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing very well, Terry. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, Terry, what did you think of the Barbie movie over the weekend that we, you went to go see?
4: Um, I was very disappointed in it.
0: You were very um, disappointed, yeah. <laughs> um, I you
4: went know, what. When- because a friend wanted to go, and I went with her, and I was thinking it was a kid's movie. Right. And the first, the first half of the movie was a kid's movie. The second half definitely was not a kid's movie. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> the, you know, at, at some point, they would discuss the fact that you know that uh, Barbie did not have a vagina, and right. that Ken, di- Ken didn't have a penis.
0: Right, yeah. Although,
4: actually, he didn't, he didn't call it a penis. Um, he called it a bulge. Um, and at the, <laughs> look, at and the again, very I'd, last...
0: I'd like to point out, Terry, anybody who's ever played with a Barbie doll or a Ken doll, I mean, that's a known, <laughs> yes, exactly. fact. that's the first thing you do as a kid is you take off Ken's pants to see <laughs> what's going on under there. And of course there's nothing there. So that's a joke based on long running Barbie lore. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yes, I know. But at the very, the very last scene of the movie, when Barbie decides to become a real girl. Her very last thing she does is go to the gynecologist. Okay, and she's so proud of herself. And I well, thought, really, a child's movie, and you're you're talking about that she's going to the gynecologist because yep. she's a real girl. Um, I mean, that just didn't.
0: In, in, all, <laughs> in all fairness, going to the gynecologist is something I, I think most women should do on a regular basis, right?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Most definitely. Right. But I went It was in a theater full of little
0: girls. Yeah. No, I understand. A hundred percent. Also, next time you have to say spoiler alert.
3: So you have to say, sp- yeah,
0: you have to say spoiler alert because you basically ruined the entire movie uh, for everybody. But that's OK. I, I mean, again, I don't think it was high on my list anyway. But uh, <laughs> I'm still
3: going to probably go see it just to, to, to take my own take.
0: <laughs> hey Now, you know what? The more I hear about it. The more I kind of actually do want to go see it. Yeah. I'd like to go see Barbie. Well, that, that, Never mind. That, sound, that sounds weirder than I meant it to. 855 940 Mark is our number, 855 98. Terry, thank you so much for the call and the review. We'll get more of your phone calls and reviews coming up here in just a minute. Plus, I promise, CNN so offended by Kamala's lies that they called her out. That's coming up next, as well as the Church of Lyontology. Woohoo!
1: Where entertaining meets informative This show makes the listener feel like it's my show You make bad news sound good
2: Mark K for
1: three hours a day Loving it! This is the Mark K Show
4: Never in the history of our country has there been a more useless person to an elected office than Kamala Harris
8: Sounds to me like Kamala Harris needs to go back to school herself.
7: I mean, talk about low intelligence. How low can you go?
0: You know, the one thing I love most about the open mic messages is that a lot of times I'll get things, you know, like our our producers at Newsmax will be like, hey, can you not be so insulting to our elected officials because, you know, we don't want to we don't want to be too insulting on the air or my wife will be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said such and such about so and so. But the open mics are great because I can still relay a message, but it's not me saying it. So, for example, when I go home later, no one's going to accuse me of being mean to Kamala Harris and saying she was an idiot, a moron, stupid, low end, low, inc- low intelligence, all that kind of stuff. It was just the open mic messages. Uh, so, thank you for that. If you'd like to leave an open mic message, by the and you don't have to leave a negative one. You can leave a positive one too if you want. They might get on the air. Um, just go to any one of our k Street Radio Network radios. I mean, we don't put them all on the air. No, we we're, we wouldn't have any show left if that were the case. We're, yeah, we get a lot of them. We're selective. 855-940-MARK. Go to our uh, K-Triot Radio Network radio stations, and you can just record whatever you want, and you can uh, ship it off to us. We'll put it on the air ASAP. Uh, like I said, just uh, go to the App Store. It's available in the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, wherever you get your apps. Um, all right, back to Kamala. So Kamala Harris is in Florida on Friday, and she's lying about Flor- uh, Florida, Florida, and their new educational practices and and curriculum. And
7: now, on top of all of that, they want to replace history with lies. (laughs) Middle school students in Florida... To be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery.
0: All right, now that is a, that is a that is an outright lie. That is a that is a misrepresentation of the truth. That is Kamala Harris and her staff, or the DNC, or whoever, in their infinite wisdom, sending out the only African American representative of the Biden administration who can go and do this to race bait in a state where they feel like they could maybe have a competitive advantage, or race bait in a state where they. They just want to bring down Ron DeSantis or race bait in a state where the Republicans have been exploding in numbers because, well, they're moving away from places like New York and New Jersey and uh, Massachusetts and all those other blue states, which are horribly run and deadly and where you have no sense or semblance of freedom left anymore. And they're coming here. They're mad that New York lost a representative and we gained one. They're mad that New York lost a couple of electoral votes and we gained them because they know that's two electoral votes that aren't going to go to Joe. So they're trying to do whatever they can to make sure that people in Florida know Ron DeSantis, Republicans are white supremacist extremists who are trying to teach your kids that slavery was good for the slaves. And this is such a just travesty that even CNN, Scott Jennings, who is a regular contributor to CNN, was on there talking about how inappropriate and disappointing and just disgusting this whole thing is. Well, it's amazing to me that how little Kamala Harris apparently has to do, that she can read something on Twitter one day and be on an airplane the next to make uh, something literally out of nothing. This is a completely made up deal. Which is a great point. We should bring that up. Kamala Harris has a job to do. Her job is vice president of the United States. Now I know what you're thinking. What does that job even entail? I don't really even know, but she does have a job to do. Her schedule is so free and clear so it, there's literally nothing for her to do in her position. And keep in mind, she's also the AI czar. She's also the uh, the immigration czar. She's all these other czar things. They're trying to keep throwing stuff at her for her to do. But then they realize, man, she really, she really isn't capable of doing any of those things. That within 24 hours of seeing something on Twitter about what's going on in Florida, she was able to drop everything, which is nothing, get on a plane, come here to Jacksonville, tie up our traffic for like four hours, get on a plane and go back home so that uh, Doug Emhoff can cook her a nice warm, uh, home-cooked meal uh, You know, when she can go to bed at a regular hour. But oh, on top of all of that, everything she's saying is inherently untrue. I looked at the standards. I even looked at an analysis of the standards in every instance where the word slavery or slave was used. I even read the statement of the African-American scholars that wrote the standards, not Ron DeSantis, but the scholars. Everybody involved in this says this is completely a fabricated issue. And yet, look how quickly Kamala Harris jumped on it. So the fact that this is her best moment, a fabricated matter, is pretty ridiculous in my opinion. Yeah, and there's a National Review article where they um, they actually go through... And they, outla- they went through the curriculum and they Googled or they searched the word slave, slavery, all that kind of stuff. And they made a list of every single mention of slavery or slaves in the new curriculum. And they listed it out, all 191 of them. And none of them seemed to be factually inaccurate, historically inaccurate. They don't seem to be any kind of revisionist history. They all seem to be right in line with what every scholar, every American history scholar, every African-American history scholar, every Civil War scholar, every social uh, rights or civil rights scholar, every, all of them, they all seem to be in unison um, pretty, pretty clear that, yes, these are facts. It's that one line, that one line in this entire thing. And let me read it out to you. Instruction includes how slaves developed skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. What does that mean? That means that some slaves were forced. And again, they're not making it, they're not trying to tell you this is oh, they got scholarships to some kind of agricultural school. It's not what they're implying at all. They're saying slaves were forced to work in the fields or to work with horses and plows. Slaves were forced to learn how to cook or clean or whatever it was. Slaves were forced. They were They were held against their will. They were whipped and they were raped and they were held in the worst conditions and they were traded and they were not free. All of these are legitimate facts that are taught in the Florida curriculum, but also it's a fact that some skills learned blacksmith or some skills that were learned by slaves were blacksmithing or tinkering or other things to benefit the slave master. And then in the end, after slavery, after they were free or in an effort to gain their own freedom, those those skills came in handy. That's all the curriculum says. It's not what Kamala Harris is trying to portray. And again, the the exact quote is, Instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. That is factual text. Uh, But according to Kamala Harris, that is revisionist history by extremists in Florida who are trying to make your kids look stupid. On the world stage, Uh, the National Review goes on to say it's a brazen lie. It's an astonishing lie. It's an evil lie. It's so untrue, so deliberately and cynically misleading that in a sensible political culture, Harris would be obligated to issue an an apology. Instead, NBC confirms she will continue to repeat the lie just like she did today in Jacksonville. Uh, They went in. Like I said, the list is extremely long. There's a lot in there. If you're able to read it and conclude that the single reference to slaves developing skills is indicative of the narrative direction of the course rather than a tiny part of it, then you are beyond saving and you deserve to live your life as an ignoramus. They don't uh, they don't pull any punches over there at the National Review. But a couple of the other bullet points, as you can see when you look at the entire context, instruction includes what life was like for the earliest slaves and the emancipated in North America. It examines the Underground Railroad and how former slaves partnered with other free people and groups in assisting those escaping from slavery. It includes the Emancipation Proclamation, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution. It understands, uh, it helps them understand the causes, courses, and consequences of the slave trade in the colonies. I mean, all of these things. Are just again factual information that our kids need to learn, but because they hate Florida, because they hate Ron DeSantis, because they hate conservatives, and because they're trying to win an unwinnable election, they're going to send Kamala Harris to our state and other places to do whatever it is Kamala Harris likes to do. Eight five five nine four zero. But don't forget, she's an icon.
1: Uh, she is an icon. She is an icon in the South Asian community, in the African American community, among millions of women in this country. I frankly think it's offensive, and I think at the end of the day, it's a losing strategy.
0: Yeah. You know what else is a losing strategy? Trying to run for president against Donald Trump. Uh, CNN also had a poll that they released. In fact, there were a lot of polls that came out over the weekend, and none of them were good news for Joe Biden. Uh, This one showed that nobody in this country, Republican or Democrat, really approves of the job he's doing.
9: In something titled, Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Andrew Romano writes that at this point in his term, Joe Biden is the second most unpopular president in modern US history. Jimmy Carter was the first. Romano cites polling data from 538 where Biden's approval rating 910 days into his term stood at just
0: 39%. Now, CNN also had an article which I've noticed they've updated by the way. Uh, and earlier today they said Biden is polling at a near record low. In fact, voters who were polled said they would prefer they would prefer four more years of Donald Trump. To Joe Biden. They said that four more years of Joe Biden would be a mistake or a disaster compared with four more years of donald trump these are people who believe that donald trump is the antichrist these are people who believe that donald trump is actually a rapist that donald trump is a liar that donald trump is putin's puppet these are people who believe every crime that has ever been committed in the history of the world has been committed by donald trump these are people who would rather get to quote ferris bueller's day off a scorching case of herpes than ever cast a ballot for Donald Trump. And now, thanks to Joe Biden and his low approval ratings and his ridiculous strategies to just make America worse, now Donald Trump is winning back some of those Democrat voters. But that's not all. There's more good news for Donald Trump. A Harvard University poll, and you know how liberal Harvard is. I mean, it's pretty liberal. Harvard's probably one of the li- most liberal schools we have. We've got, a lot, I, mean, I think, Brown isn't Brown like the most liberal of all the Ivy League schools?
3: I'm not sure. Hannah,
0: Don Lemon, which Ivy League school is the most liberal?
3: Okay. I think
0: it's Brown and then maybe Harvard second, but it's definitely in the top three. If Should not I the, put
3: liberal or progressive?
0: I would put liberal. Okay. Because we want to, you know, we don't want to, we're not sugarcoating over here. Uh, well, Harvard University released a poll and they found that not only is Donald Trump dominating... The Republican field, in fact, he's got 52% of the Republican primary voters. That's 40 points ahead of second place, which is Ron DeSantis with 12. God, think about that. Ron DeSantis is at 12. Donald Trump is at 52. And then in a head-to-head with Joe Biden, Donald Trump, according to this new Harvard University poll, beats Joe Biden 45 to 40%. That's five percentage points that Donald Trump wins against Joe Biden in a general election rematch. His margin over Vice President Kamala Harris, 47 to 38, which means the Democrats have an even bigger problem. They've got to keep Joe Biden coherent and alive and on the ticket because instead of getting trounced by Trump, they would get ridiculously trounced if it were Trump versus Kamala Harris in 2024. What'd you find out? Brown. Brown? Brown. What's number two? Columbia. What's number three?
3: Cornell. What, and Cornell? Then, yeah, and then Harvard.
0: Harvard's fourth?
3: Yeah, Harvard's fourth. I
0: forgot about Columbia. I always forget Columbia is a, an Ivy League school. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So Co- uh, Cornell was third and then Harvard's fourth. Yeah. The fourth most liberal of all Ivy League colleges uh, just had news for Donald Trump that was positive and news for Joe Biden that is negative. They also had other news for Ron DeSantis, which is also not looking good. Ron DeSantis, you know, we've talked a lot about how he's rebooting his campaign just about a week ago, he fired 12 staffers. Didn't replace them because, well, he didn't need them anyway. Apparently, they were just draining his budget. Uh, he's, been, he's been trying to figure out a messaging strategy. He's been trying to figure out why he's slumping in the polls. He continues to get attacked like Kamala Harris is attacking him. He gets attacked on all these other various things. He doesn't seem to have any answers. And everybody else in the field who knows that Donald Trump's lead is insurmountable is jumping on Ron DeSantis, including Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie and Mike Pence all of them. And uh, in South Carolina, a new poll was released over the weekend where for the first time ever, Super Governor Ron DeSantis from the state of Florida has dropped into third place. This is a day that nobody really thought would happen until recently. This is a day that the Ron DeSantis campaign has been dreading and this is something that does not bode well for Ron DeSantis's chances in 2024. Unfortunately, if you run for president in 2024 and you come out strong but continually lose ground and lose support and lose momentum and lose cash and lose billionaire do- billionaire donors to your campaign, which is all happening, not only does that not bode well for your campaign in 2024, but it's even worse for your campaign in 2028. In fact, uh, coming in third in South Carolina after you've been polling at second for the longest time— that could really that could really spell doom for Ron DeSantis's entire political career. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Listen, we'll have more on that coming up in just a minute. We're going to play some before and after. We have uh, the Church of Lyontology, which we're going to get to. And of course, right after 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, we bring in another K's kid. We hear their uh, remarkable story of, of overcoming incredible odds, inspiring and loving and all the other great stuff that comes along with it. And then we're going to surprise them with an amazing gift and hopefully get the kind of reaction that we love. Hopefully it's a great reaction and a loud one because, you know, this is an audience. Oh, here. yeah. Yeah. It's an audio medium. We need to make sure <laughs> to make sure that's uh, audio friendly. Eight five five nine four zero Mark. Quick break. More Marqueso show on the way. Don't go anywhere. <music> this is the Marqueso show. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Uh, coming up in a little while, we've got some before and after, and this is really cool. Christmas in July, which I love. I love Christmas in July. It's my favorite part. It's one of my two favorite Christmases all year long, I'm going to be honest with you. There's the one in December, which I love, and Christmas in July, which I also love. Uh, That's coming up in a little while. First, though, uh, one more thing about Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and all these people that are running for office. There is a debate coming up. You may know this. In uh, August 23rd, 2023, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the very the, uh, very first Republican debate. And there's a lot of things that have to happen in order for you to get on the debate stage. For example, you have to have a certain percentage of the polls. You have to poll at at least 1% in two national polls. And not everybody is doing that. You also have to have, there's a a threshold of individual single donors, which you have to have. And right now, only six candidates meet the criteria for polling at 1% in two national polls and meeting the criteria. They are Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Notably absent from that list, Mike Pence, he has the polling numbers. He does not have the individual donors, which means people are out there saying they'll vote for Mike Pence. But when it comes to putting their money where their mouth is, they don't they don't see that as a they don't see that as a solid investment. The interesting thing about the debate on August 23rd is that while currently six candidates qualify for the debate on August 23rd in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, only five candidates may actually be on the stage. One candidate may be a no-show. You can probably figure out who that is. I'll tell you what he's planning to do the same night of the debate, which the RNC and Fox News Can't at all be happy about 855-940-MARK, that's coming up Before and after's coming up, if you'd like to play, give us a buzz We need two contestants, 855-940-MARK Quick break, we'll be right back
1: We're entertaining meets informative This show makes the listener Feel like it's my show You make bad news sound good
2: Mark K For three
1: hours a day Loving it This is the Mark K Show
8: So Jimmy Carter was the most unpopular president ever than Joe Biden. So we're supposed to believe that basement Joe got 81 million votes, more than Hillary, more than Obama. Um, If they're going to cheat again, which you know they probably will, they better be more convincing this time around because nobody's going to believe that Biden would beat Trump in in the next election with his numbers. So who who do you think they're going to put in uh, Biden's position?
0: It's a great question. It's a really great question. I think they're going to keep Joe Biden in Biden's position because I feel if they keep Joe Biden as the candidate after finding out what the CNN poll told in something us. In something
9: titled, Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Andrew Romano writes that at this point in his term, Joe Biden is the second most unpopular president in modern U.S. history. Jimmy Carter was the first.
0: So Jimmy Carter was the most unpopular and that guy was super unpopular. Don, uh, Donald Trump comes along. He, he quote unquote loses to Joe Biden. Joe Biden gets $81 million votes more than any other president in history. The most popular president in history. And just what, 900 days later, he's the second least popular president in history. That just doesn't make sense. I think they're going to keep him as the candidate, though, because they know when it comes to winning elections, it doesn't matter who's on the ballot. It doesn't matter what names are on the signs in your yard. All that matters is how many votes you can get for those people. And the Democrats are really good at finding votes where maybe they there weren't any beforehand. The Republicans need to get really good at that, too, really, really quickly. 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, before we get to before and after, there's uh, something we teased before the break. Donald Trump, on August 23rd, 2023, has made every single, uh, it's really sent the message to the RNC and to the other candidates and to the news media that he will not be attending the debate in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The dude is, what, 50 points ahead, 40 points ahead, depending on the poll you look at. When you're that far ahead, a lot of folks think debating can only hurt you. Why would you put yourself up there for these other people who want to be president, who want your job, who want your position of power, who want to be the nominee? Why would you give them the open opportunity to attack you on Fox News for an hour or so uh, on prime time? Why would you draw millions and millions of people to a network to see other people who might actually accidentally convince them that you'd be better at the job than Donald Trump would? He knows not to do it. He's not gonna do it. It doesn't make any sense. He doesn't need the momentum. Everybody else on that stage does. And by not going to the debate, Fox News is not going to get near the number of viewers that they would have gotten before. The RNC is not going to get nearly the number of viewers that they were going to get before. And these other candidates are not going to be able to bring their message to nearly as many people as they would have should Donald Trump show up. So really, Donald Trump not attending hurts everybody except for Donald Trump. In addition to that, there's a rumor. There's a rumor going around And since I don't really consider myself to be a newscaster or a journalist, since I don't label myself as such, I'm more than happy to share with you conjecture and rumors. And the rumor is that Donald Trump is planning a little something of his own. Not only does he want to take away viewers from Fox and the RNC debate by not showing up, but he wants counter-programming on at the exact same time as the debate to further draw viewers away from potential rivals, to further draw viewers away from a network he believes has abandoned him and a network he believes left him in the lurch, threw their weight behind Ron DeSantis, and oh yeah, let's not forget in 2020 when they called Arizona... For Joe Biden before the polls were even closed. Donald Trump remembers that. Donald Trump has not forgotten that. Donald Trump is not going to do anything at all to benefit people who purposely attacked him and worked diligently to see him lose in 2020 and support one of his rivals in 2024. So Donald Trump has an idea, a a, a rally, a town hall, some other event, if you will, hosted by, hmm, who would be a good host for that? Tucker Carlson? Sounds like a great idea. And where would Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump host this debate or this, this rally or whatever this counter-programming to the RNC debate is? Hmm, how about Twitter? How about you get the richest man in the world with one of the most popular platforms, you get the most visible person in that on that platform, a former Fox News star who took a bunch of their ratings with him when he left, and the most popular Republican ever to run for president, not to mention the number one primary candidate for the Republican Party in 2024. Why don't you put the three of them together and see how many people are tuning into Fox News on August 23rd, and how many people are glued to their phones to watch Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson on Twitter. Oh, pardon me, on X, as it's now known. As I said, this is a rumor, conjecture, but it's something that we're following. And should it happen, I, for one, would be thrilled. And I know that everyone at Fox News and the RNC, not to mention all of the other candidates, would be very despondent. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. 855 right, you guys ready for some, uh, what are we doing? Before and after.
3: Before and after? Yeah. All right, here we go.
0: It's very exciting. We're gonna get a uh, we're gonna get a couple of contestants on the phone, and then we'll go over the rules of the game. What are we playing for today, Hannah?
3: We're playing for an opportunity to win a prize pack.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I was lying <laughs> about that earlier. <laughs> so Hannah came in and said we need more T-shirts, and I was like, God, we just ordered T-shirts. We're she goes, not,
3: We're not out. We're just running low.
0: She goes, We're give we give away a lot of prize packs, so I was toying with the idea of instead of giving away a prize pack. If you win a game on Monday, you're automatically qualified for a grand prize drawing for a prize pack at the end of the week. Yeah. That way, instead of giving away five T-shirts every week, we just give away one. Oh, we
3: give out more than five T-shirts a week.
0: That's okay. There you go. <laughs> Even more savings. Yes. Th- that's Bidenomics for you. Uh, I still haven't decided, though. Dawn is in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, Don. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great, Dawn. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather yeah. have a prize pack or the chance to win a prize pack?
4: uh a chance to win a price pack I, I have several other your price packs
0: oh well we should we should probably we should but, pro- oh no, okay. but don't i would like all. to have one of the
4: coins i'd like to have one of the ron or don coins
0: oh we can I don't do have that. one of those all right i'll tell you what yeah. uh since you already have lots of price packs don we'll send you a don or ron coin in place if you win is that cool that's great oh, okay great you're gonna be playing against yep. you're gonna be playing against tim in ohio hey tim how you doing just fine, Mark. How are you doing today? Doing great. Tim, same question for you. Would you rather have a prize pack or the chance to win a prize pack at a later date?
2: You know, I like Don's idea. I'd, I'd like to uh, play for a coin and a, uh, a a notepad.
0: Oh, look, he wants more. Oh, more. I want a notepad, too. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, because then you'll have to order more notepads. Uh, I don't think I... We're going to have to... Okay. We, can guarantee. we can guarantee the coins. The notepads are... Yeah, the notepads may or may not happen. All right, hang on. We'll figure that out. In the meantime, before (laughs) and after works like this, we're going to give you guys a couple of clues, and the clues have a common syllable or syllable inside their answers. What you need to do is you need to link the answer together so we get one long answer that incorporates both clues. Let me give you an example of how that works. I'm ready. If the clues that I were to give you, Hannah, were the show... I'm sorry, the radio program you're currently listening to. Yes. And the iconic Cuba Gooding Jr. line from Jerry Maguire, the answer would be what? The
3: Mark K Show Me the Money.
0: Right, because it's the Mark K Show and Show Me the Money. You link them together by that common syllable show, and that's what you get. Sound good? Solid. All right. Now, in addition to that, we also have a lifeline built into this. That's right. If either of you at any time get stuck, you can phone a Hannah. And Hannah will be able to uh, hopefully help you out with whichever one you're stuck on. You guys got it? Yep. Okay. Don, Don, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first set of clues. Remember, we need one answer only. Uh, hey. Former Attorney General under Donald Trump and movie that smashed box office records this past weekend.
4: Is William Bar- Bar- Barbie? Put William l- Barbie, William-, William
0: William Bar Barbie, William- Bill Bar Barbie, Bill Bar Barbie. <laughs> Just put this, the common syllable together. Say it one time. Uh, Bill Bill Barbie. Bill Barbie is correct. <laughs> we, also, we also would have accepted accepted William Barbie or Will Barbie or Billy Billy okay. Barbie. I don't uh, <laughs> Good job. Don, I'm glad you're having a good time. I really am. Uh,
3: <laughs> She's been listening to my video. I'm laughing. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Tim, here we go. Here's your first one, okay? Okay. Very similar to that last one. Historic film that opened this weekend about the father of the atomic bomb and the current attorney general under Joe Biden.
2: Oppenheimer, Merrick Garland.
0: That is it, man. Look at that. How great was it that both those movies and both those attorney generals were worked out? That was perfect. I was so I was so (laughs) excited about that. All right, Uh, Don, you have a point. Tim, you have a point. Uh, Don, back to you. Okay, listen carefully. Here we go. District attorney that has indicted Donald Trump on thirty-seven bogus charges, and gun manufacturer who my home is insured by. uh, Alvin uh, Bragg Brinks. Oh wait, I'm sorry, that was incorrect. Let me read the clue again. Let me. That was incorrect. That was my bad. Ready? Yeah, that yeah. That, that, that totally threw you off. Here we go. Yes, we did. I mean, yeah, I know. I can no tell. Sense. No, you scratch everything. No Forget everything I just told you. I'm going to read it again. Ready? Okay. Okay. Federal prosecutor. Okay, that has indicted Donald yeah. Trump on 37 bogus charges and. Gun manufacturer whom my home is insured by.
4: Uh, 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 uh. Let me
3: phone a Hannah.
0: Oh, you want to phone a Hannah with <clears> that? All right, that's a good yeah. idea. That's a good idea. She's right here, what doing nothing? so yeah. it's funny.
3: Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> here, hello. Hannah. Hi.
0: Hey, it's Mark K. Hello. I'm. <laughs> I'm so glad you sound so excited. Uh, Hannah, I'm here with Don from Dayton, Ohio. Hi, Don. Hello, Hannah. Okay, good. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, by the way. Oh, thank you. Dawn is playing some before and after. She's got. She's a little stuck on one. She needs a, a, your help. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen to these clues and uh, tell me what you think. All right. Okay. Federal prosecutor who has indicted Donald Trump on thirty-seven bogus charges and gun manufacturer who my house is insured by.
3: Okay. I think this is right, but can I ask a clarification question? No. I'm going to ask it anyway. Is this the footlong guy?
0: Can you just answer the question?
3: Jack Smith and Wesson.
0: Jack Smith and Wesson, Dawn. What do you think? Do you want to go with Hannah or do you want to go a uh, different direction? No,
3: I'm going to go
0: with Hannah. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. See, you knew it was the football guy. I just wanted guy. to make know. sure. No, you don't need, that's not how the game is played. You okay. don't have, you have to, sometimes you have to go out on a limb. It's like Shirley McLean. If you want to get to the fruit of the tree, you got to go oh, okay. out on a limb. <laughs> All right, Tim, here we go. You can tie it up with this one. Are you ready? Yep. Listen carefully. Cackly and annoying Vice President of the United States of America, and Turkish city that was formerly known as Constantinople. Oh gosh. Oh god. Oh, got it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to phone a Hannah on. You're that gonna one. phone a Hannah too. You didn't just hear her yeah, grab yeah. her head and go, "Oh my gosh." No,
3: and then I said, "Oh gosh, I got it." Oh, you
0: got. Oh, you got it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ring, 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 ring. Here, hello. <laughs> Hello, Hannah. Hi, it's me. Hey, it's Mark K. <laughs> Hello. I'm here with Tim this time. Hello, Tim. Hi, Hannah. Okay. Hi. Uh, listen, we're still playing before and after. Right. We're still stuck. Uh, Tim has uh, this one. I'm going to read it to you. Tell the answer, and then we'll see if Tim wants to go with it. All right. Cackly and annoying vice president of the United States and Turkish city that was formerly known as Constantinople. You ready? Yes.
3: Kamala Harris- stan Istanbul. Kamala Harris-Stanbull That was hard to say I mean,
0: you've only been playing this game for four years It was years.
3: good in my head Say it one more time Kamala Harris-Stanbull
0: Kamala Harris-Stanbull Tim, do you want to go with Hannah or do you want to try something else? Absolutely
2: Ab- She got it
7: We're yeah. not having that! We're not playing that! Oh,
0: Woo! Kamala, that was a good one Kamala Harris-Stanbull Very yeah. good, alright, All right. it's tied up Dawn, are you ready? Yes, I am Alright, here we go <laughs> This is a good one. That's a good one. Ready? Yep. The political party that Joe Biden belongs to and Chinese app that turns teens into twerking ch- transgenders. Mm-hmm. Political party <laughs> that Joe Biden belongs to and Chinese app that turns teens into twerking transgenders. Uh, Democrat... <laughs> <laughs> Democratic TikTok is correct. Oh, <laughs> Don, you killed it. That was great. That was great. All right, Tim, listen up, buddy. Yeah. If you get this one right, you tie and you both get the Donna Ron coin mailed to you, uh, probably without a notepad, but we'll check. <laughs> if not, <laughs> Dawn wins uh, outright. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. The African-American female lesbian press secretary <laughs> and website where you can rent a short-term vacation home.
7: <laughs> Corinne
2: jean
0: pierre BNB. Wow, that was amazing. That was so fast. Corin Jean Pierre BNB is correct, which means, oh my goodness, you're both big oh, wieners. Nice. Congratulations, Don. Oh wow, good job, Don. Yes, yeah, yeah, you too, John, yep, yep. We are going to send you your very own Don or Ron primary picker coin from the Catryet Mint. Uh, Tim will send you one as well. Congratulations to yes. both of you. Anyone else want one? It's really easy to get. All you have to do is go to Don or Ron coin. DonorRonCoin.com, and you can have one shipped out to you today. A quick break, folks. More Mark K. Show is coming up. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. K Show. I am Smart K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We are setting up for our uh, Christmas in July, so I can't believe it's already, it's already almost 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central Time, which means we have another youngster coming in, another case Kid. We're going to hear their story here uh, in just a minute. 855-940-MARK. I should say also that a lot of people still shocked and surprised that Twitter is now X. And if you go on your Twitter, if you've ever been on Twitter, if you follow us on Twitter, you no longer do. You, uh, you follow us on X. And there's a big X in the top and apparently all the birds are going to go away and a lot of folks are curious why is that why would Elon Musk remove uh, Twitter why would he rebrand it to X what is he trying to do well number one he's trying to create something that's even more profitable and and rebrand it but keep in mind up until Elon Musk bought Twitter what did the name Twitter remind you of? What was Twitter? Every time we talked about Twitter pre-Elon, it was always about suppression of conservative voices. It was the uh, outlet that, that uh, stepped all over the First Amendment rights of not just a lot of conservatives, but the president of the United States, canceling his account after January 6th. What else do we know about Twitter? Twitter was the one that would not allow you To uh, to share the New York Post's very truthful story about the Hunter Biden laptop, and in uh, uh, locked out Kayleigh McEnany, then press secretary, from her own account for sharing that a 200-year-old newspaper, a reputable periodical founded by one of our founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton, they claimed it was Russian disinformation when they knew that it wasn't, and Twitter uh, sullied the good name of. Well, social media networks, um, pretty much everywhere. So now that Elon Musk has taken it over, he's trying to get rid of that stank. He wants that stench off of it. And he's doing so with a rebrand. He is making Twitter what is something to be seen as new and unique and a free speech platform. And he's naming it X. So if you don't yet follow us on X, please do so. At Mark K show. Uh, Quick break. We are gonna set up the rest of our decorations here. We're gonna get our K's kit in here. Christmas in July, day six, happens right after this. Don't go anywhere.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good.
2: Mark K for three hours a day. Loving
1: it. This is the Mark K show.
0: Yeah, you know, it was funny. Everybody, oh, let me turn this down a little bit. Whoa. What, did I blow your drums out? Yeah, I was oh. just a
3: little
0: peaky. I Sorry, I was a little, a little peaky, but let me turn this down a little bit. I, I moved over to our talk show set right. for the next segment of the show, which is called uh, Christmas in July. Is that better?
3: That's way better.
0: Okay, good. And uh, every now and then, you know what happens is I'll walk around the corner and my leg will graze a dial or something. Ooh. And when my leg grazes the dial... Then uh, it, all the sound gets you know squashed, and all of a sudden I'm blowing out eardrums left, yeah. right, and center. So I, I appreciate that. I want to make sure that you can hear me and that you can hear our guest who we're going to meet in just a minute. Couple things, though, real quick. We just had uh, this is really interesting. But this is this is a, this is something we may have to institute because Hannah was talking about how we continue to run out of t-shirts because we give away too many, right. and and that's because we just blanket give out. Prize packs. Mm -hmm. And some people that play the games have already won a prize pack, or maybe they've gone to our merch uh, store and purchased a t shirt. They don't want another one. And today it was almost like pick your prize. Yeah. So, Hannah, I want you to write this down.
3: Ooh, I like where this is going. Okay.
0: Write this down, Hannah G. You got it. From now on, because of Bidenomics and the outrageous price of just about everything, instead of just giving away expensive prize packs, maybe we let people pick their prize. And we could even do it, uh, you know, let's make a deal style where they pick door A, B, or C, or one, two, or three. And that, <laughs> okay, yeah. Right? Because they both wanted Don or Ron primary picker coins.
3: Yeah, because both of them had already had a prize back, right?
0: Right, yes. And I'm happy to oblige because I'm going to be honest with you, with the way Ron DeSantis is doing, I think people have already picked their primary candidate. So these coins are not going to be a second run. Uh, if you'd like one, BT dubs, sorry, Keith, go to Don or Ron coin a.com uh, donoroncoin.com. Also Hannah, now again, we've got to do our case kid here, but I promised at the beginning of the show and people get very upset when I promise something and I don't deliver, as yeah. well they should. There you a lot of people complain about a lot of stuff, but you should always complain if the host of your favorite radio program teases a story and doesn't pay it off. So please, before the end of the day, write this down. You got it home skillet. We, we need to Oh, you need to fix this too. Oh. We need to talk about um Hunter Biden's lawyer smoking a bong on the balcony.
3: Whoa. Okay.
0: And we need to do the Church of Lyontology featuring Nancy Pelosi.
3: Hunter Biden bong and then something. No, no, no. no.
0: Hunter Biden's lawyer token on a bong on the balcony.
3: Okay. And, and then and? we
0: also need to talk about uh, the Church of Lyontology with Nancy Pelosi. You got it. All right. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to bring in Blake, nine years old. He is our case to, uh, kid today as we kick off day six of Christmas in July.
1: The Mark K Show presents Christmas
0: in July. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're on day six, man. Day six of 10, which means this is a six, seven, eight, nine, 10 by Friday. We're going to wrap this up for another year and then uh, we'll start looking forward to Christmas well, at Christmas time, uh, and I'm excited to have nine-year-old Blake. come in. there he is. Hi, Blake. How you doing? No, come over here, Blake. Right here. See this microphone right here? We got that just for you. Hello. Hello. Wow, you are excited to be here.
6: Um, wait. Why is it Christmas themed? It isn't even Christmas.
0: Well, wait a minute. What you mean it's not Christmas?
6: It's not Christmas. It's summer.
0: It's it is summer. That's well, it's Florida. It's always summer. Let's be honest. So you like the Christmas theme?
6: <laughs> yes, sir. What do you think
0: about it? What do you see around here? Describe it to um, everyone who's listening at home.
6: I see um a nutcracker
0: nutcracker that's very important olaf olaf yeah
6: um a christmas tree
0: a christmas tree is right yeah Mm -hmm. see some signs and things
6: um i see um believe yeah um that mega burger sign um through the window there yeah no
0: that's right what's on my (laughs) the mega king (laughs) sign Yeah, that's very good. What's on my head? Anything interesting on my head? Santa hat. A Santa hat. Yeah. Well listen, we're gonna get to the whole Christmas thing in just a minute. Okay. But before we do, first of all, I wanna say what's up.
6: What's up? How you doing? Doing good. Hey, oh
0: good. Now Blake, you're nine years old. Yes, sir. That's fantastic. You got a good head of hair.
6: Thank you.
0: Make sure you do what you can to make sure you do what you can to hold on to that. Mm? Hold on, we lost our snowfall. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry about that. We see, did you notice the snowfall out mm-hmm. the window? I did. That's, I did. That's very Christmassy, too. Mm-hmm. Well, not in Florida, but, you know, in other places mm-hmm. around the country. So you're nine years old. And so. uh, who are these people that you brought with you?
6: Um, my mom and my dad. Here. Oh, look at that.
0: that's very nice. Hi, mom and dad. Hi, Thanks dad. for being here. Uh, tell, now, do you know why? Did mom and dad tell you why you were coming in today?
6: Um, to, like, do this radio interview and, like, tell them, like, the things that are special about me.
0: That is, I couldn't have, I couldn't have (laughs) described it, I could have described it better myself. Tell us something that's special about you, Blake.
6: Um, my heart, um, I was born with an, with an empty and sad hole in my heart. Mm. Um, they had to put a, um, fake vessel in me, like, a donated vessel. Yeah. And then for my second one. Another, I'm pretty sure. Wow! And then my third one, um, which is like the third one, I still have in me. Uh huh. Um, it's basically raincoat um texture.
0: Wait a minute. So you're nine years old, and you're telling me that since you were born, you've had not one, not two, but, but three, three open heart surgeries. Correct. Wow, you have a lot of energy and a lot of uh, a lot of enthusiasm for someone who's nine years old and is averaging one open heart surgery every three years. Correct. Now, this vessel they have in you now—is that something that's going to be there for a while, or are you going to have to have another surgery?
6: Um, we'll like keep going to my doctor's. Um, like he'll tell us, like, like let us know when like I need another yeah. heart surgery.
0: Oh, okay. So you might need one in the future, but it's up to the doctor to let you know when. Correct. Okay, good. Now, how long when you have these surgeries? Are you in the hospital or are you laid up at home? What happens?
6: Um, um so like for like two weeks, maybe three, yeah. four, probably. I'm like in the hospital. Um, but like when I get out of the hospital, um, I have to be like homeschooled mm. until like my doctor says that like I'm good. Right. To go back sure. to brick and mortar.
0: Your brick and mortar school, yeah. Do you like your brick and mortar school? Correct. Yeah. What yes, do you sir. have? Do you have a lot of friends there? Yes, sir. And what do you like to do at school?
6: Um at recess play kickball.
0: Oh, you like to play um, kickball? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a great game. Yes, sir. Yeah.
6: Um, and during um, school hours, um I love to just like go to resource, um, yeah. like do art and right. craft. Oh yeah. Um and Arts, I crafts, also- kickball,
0: lunch. I mean, those are all of the best mm-hmm. parts of school.
6: My favorite lunch is Cheese, pizza, mm. and cheese sticks.
0: You like cheese, do you?
6: Yes, sir. Yeah, who
0: doesn't like some cheese? That's fantastic. Now, that is amazing, and thank you so much for sharing. That is very special about you. We heard about your heart uh, from the folks at Dreams Come True. You know Dreams Come True. Mm-hmm. They're great people, aren't they? Yes, sir. Yeah, they're really great. Are you working with them?
6: Um, Yes, sir, oh, I am.
0: That's great. They told us about you. They gave us your name. They also said that uh, you also, uh, you have a favorite war, you were telling me. Is that right? Correct. You know, not a lot of (laughs) nine-year-olds... Not a lot of nine-year-olds know a lot about... Know about multiple wars, let alone have a favorite one. How is it that you have a favorite war? And which one is it?
6: The Ukrainian war.
0: The the war in Ukraine right now. It's the current one. Yes, sir. Why is that your favorite one?
6: It's just, like... Like, the Ukraine... It's in a crisis right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, a bigger country is punishing it for something it didn't do. Right. Yeah, like... Different, like, like people, bigger kids bully smaller kids. Right. It's not fair to be treated that way. That's right. Correct.
0: Well, that is very good. Wow, where did you learn all that?
6: Just thought of it.
0: <laughs> you just thought of it? Correct. That was very, now, we, <laughs> that's very, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you know more about the Ukraine war than most of the people that work in our news department. That was very good. I
6: know the presidents.
0: You know the presidents? All of them? <laughs>
6: Oh not, Oh, the president of Ukraine. Oh,
0: who's the president of UK- Ukraine?
6: Vladimir Zelensky. Oh,
0: <laughs> I like that accent too. Who's that? What what accent was that?
6: Ukrainian. Oh,
0: okay, good. Now you have a favorite celebrity. Too. Is your favorite celebrity Vladimir Zelensky, or is it somebody else?
6: Um, two actually, Vladimir Zelensky, um, a celebrity. Right. Um, and also, um, Gordon Ramsay.
0: Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm.
6: the That's celebrity- one fact. About him that I don't like.
0: Oh, what's the one fact about one him? One
6: thing I have to say.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. It's a fact. Okay.
6: Pineapple belongs on pizza.
0: Oh yeah, bruv. <laughs> that is. Let's <laughs> go. That is. Does Gordon Ramsay not like pineapple on pizza? He
6: he doesn't need, like. So think of it mm. like.
0: Let me think about it. Yeah. So
6: if you think mm-hmm. that the current president of Russia shouldn't be the president. That's what Gordon Ramsay thinks about pineapple pizza. <laughs> that pizza shouldn't even be a pizza. That's what he's thinking about it. Alex, what's the
0: point of the pizza? <laughs> Buddy, get it on here. That was my Gordon Ramsay. Bro. Was that pretty good?
6: <laughs> Correct. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: listen, well, listen, Blake. First of all, I could talk to you all day, man. You're so you are so knowledgeable. You're so intelligent. You got some great stories. You love cheese. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me one more really cool thing about you And then I want to tell you something cool about me
6: Um, do you know what I really like?
0: What do you really like?
6: The presidents of our country
0: Okay, good
6: Washington to Biden
0: Washington to Biden, you like all of them? Mm-hmm Equally? Yes, sir Oh, what do you have a favorite president?
6: Um, all of them
0: All of them, that's nice, that's great
6: Ronald Reagan.
0: Ronald Reagan was your favorite president? Yes, sir. You can stay all day long. You can, what do you like about Ronald Reagan?
6: Took down the Berlin Wall. Wow,
0: look at that. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Was that, that wasn't as good as Gordon Ramsay. Right. Yeah, okay, that's, uh Blake, first of all, thank you again for being in here. This was so much fun, and I really enjoyed meeting you. Uh, one thing I want to let you know about me, though, is that I have a favorite charity. Charity? Yes, it's called K's Kids. And it's K's my kids. favorite charity because, well, my wife and I created it like 10 years ago. But we work <laughs> with Dreams Come True. And we all know how amazing they are. Mm-hmm. And every year, what we do is we raise a bunch of money from people who listen to the radio show and people who watch us on TV and online and all this kind of stuff. They donate all this money because they're so generous. And what we do is we call Dreams Come True and we go, hey, do you guys know some kids who have been through a really rough time and been you know, in the hospital and just come through with, a, with really just an amazing spirit and they have inspiring stories and we can bring them on the radio? And they go, yeah, sure, we know lots of kids like that. And then we say, can we also give them like, I don't know, a Christmas present? And they go, absolutely. So do you remember when you walked in here and you said, whoa, why is it all decorated like Christmas? Yes, sir. The reason is because we like to celebrate Christmas not just in December, but also in July. And today is Christmas in July, and Dreams Come True told us we should bring you in here, that you'd be able to chit-chat with us on the radio, and then you'd enjoy getting a special Christmas in July present. Does that sound fun? Yes, sir. You want to get a present? Yes, sir. Can I give it to you right now? Sure. All right, I'm going to come over. I don't usually do this, but I'm coming around the desk because your present is so big Kay. that we could, here Hannah, help me out with this one, here we go. Kay. We're gonna pull it up. All right, ready? There we go. All right, on the count of three, I'm gonna pull this off and you're gonna see your gift. Are you ready? Okay, three! Oh, well, no, okay, yeah, you count. <laughs> count, ready?
6: Three, two, one! Wow. What is it? It's a trampoline. It's a
0: trampoline. Yeah, do you like trampolines? Yes, sir. Do you like jumping on trampolines? Yes, sir. You want to try jumping on this one? Yes, sir. Yeah, here, hold on to this bar cuz you know, insurance. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Wow, that was really good.
6: Active. Yeah, wait, hold on.
0: What you know, is a trampoline something that you wanted? Yes, sir. Oh, you don't have one? Here, come back to the microphone for a second. You don't yes, have sir. one, do you?
6: Um, I used to have one, but um um, thanks to a terrible, terrible storm oh. called the cloudburst. It oh. just picked it up, threw it like a hundred mile or a hundred yards down to the pond. Yeah. Pod. Or pond. Pond. yeah. Um, in our neighbor's backyard.
0: <laughs> that happens all the time in Florida. That yeah. happens all the People don't even, you can be like sitting outside, jumping on your trampoline. You go inside to use the bathroom and all of a sudden, whoosh. The storm comes in and they and your trampoline's a hundred yards down the road. Well, listen, in addition to this little tiny trampoline, we heard about what happened to your trampoline in the backyard. So I want you to open that up and look inside, okay? Okay. All right. You know what that is?
6: That's me bouncing on a trampoline. A
0: brand new trampoline that wow. is currently being delivered to your home to replace the trampoline <laughs> that got lost by the cloudburst. <laughs> Thank you. You are so welcome. You are going to get a brand new trampoline. You can jump till your heart's content. You can invite your friends over, tell your dad to secure it. You know, maybe maybe tether it a little better this time around. <laughs> and uh, and it's just our way of saying, look, we we heard all about you. And there's people out there that love you and support you and are praying for you. And want you to have a Merry Christmas in July. Thank you. Oh, nice meeting you, Blake.
6: Nice meeting you, too.
0: Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas.
0: Oh, quick just break. One more, yeah, oh, one thing. Oh, yeah. What do we got? You're coming around here. Uh-oh. Oh, yay, big hug Like I said, you can From one Reagan lover to another, you can stay (laughs) Quick break, folks, more Mark show coming up Right after this, yay Alright, programming note Programming note Blake, our K's kid today, yeah. he, uh, and this was my dumb idea. He, we knew we were getting him a trampoline. Right. Right. Because he had that. we knew the story about, how the, and again, that happens in Florida. Like in the middle of the day, four o'clock, clouds roll in, dust starts kicking around, leaves are flying everywhere. Boom. Your whole backyard is demolished. And then it's sunny and warm again for the rest of the afternoon. Uh. But we knew about his trampoline. We knew we were getting him a full-size trampoline. And uh, the folks at Dreams Come True said, we'll bring in a little photo of a trampoline. And I said, wait a minute, not photos. That's not that's we need something bigger. We need something better. Can we get one of those little mini exercise trampolines yeah. that he can jump on and then we can surprise him with the big full-size one, which is what we just did if you if you heard it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hear it, you have to go back and listen to the Case Kids podcast because it's amazing. Uh but after we after we went to commercial break, we were taking a bunch of fi- pictures, we were ch- chatting a little bit more, talking about Reagan and whatever. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, can I try out your mini trampoline?" Which I did. You're so exhausted <laughs> for like maybe 25 seconds. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even that think was... it was that. One. I have video of it. I'll 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 okay, time it out. Okay. But it was it was quite the workout.
3: You were also like really putting some energy into it.
0: Though. I don't know what this muscle is right here underneath my move. Like your pec muscle. It. I I think I I think I pulled it.
3: That happened when you did shot put
0: too. Well, yeah, but that was different because, I, because that would that shot put I mean that was I outshot putted a professional. Yeah. So uh, that was no, but it was a, it was a great <laughs> now we have just four more days left. In Christmas in July, there's tomorrow, uh, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but what we do is we take all of these photos of these kids and we take the podcast, we put it up on our Facebook page. Uh, you can follow Kay's Kids on Facebook. You can follow Kay's Kids on Instagram. And if you're interested in helping out for next Christmas or in July or for Christmas in December and our 12 days of Christmas, whatever you want to do, we would love your support. You can go to Kay's Kids and find out all about it. All right, Hannah G, what did I write down that we have to t- pay off before we leave Hun- today?
3: Um, Hunter Biden's lawyer smoking a bong.
0: Got it. What else?
3: And the Church of Lyontology. Oh,
0: Both of those coming up here in just a minute, folks. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show is on the way.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
0: You make bad news
1: sound
2: good. Mark K for three hours a day.
0: <laughs> Loving it! This is the Marquez Show. 855 940. is our number, 855 940 6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. Uh, Hannah just got a lovely gift for her baby boy, but we can't talk about it because we have, we have two more things we have to get to right, real right, quick. Right. Although, tell everyone what book you got.
3: Um, Trucks
0: Trucks Because that's what boys like Trucks I love it Yeah Um, 940 Thank you also Yeah you're, you're <laughs> welcome 855 By the way We were talking about Now that you know The sex of the child Are you going through To like redo your registry at all
3: Yeah And I'm going to have My sister-in-law help me Because she has three kids
0: There we are Yeah Okay good Listen we don't have time To talk about it. We're going to get to All this other stuff That we wrote down What was it we wrote down Hannah that I wanted To squeeze in Before uh, the end of the show So, Hunter Biden's
3: Hunter Biden's lawyer Smoking a bong On the balcony yeah. And the other thing? Church of Lyontology.
0: Let's get right into that right now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, every Sunday morning from sea to shining sea, there are God-fearing patriotic Americans who get up with their family and they, they stretch at the morning sun. They put on their Sunday best, they get in the car and they truck on out to whatever religious worship site of their choice. Yes, sometimes people go on Saturday evening depending on their schedule, but whatever. Uh, if you are one of those good God-fearing folks, who spends your time in church or in the synagogue or wherever Thanking your creator for creating your life and your blessings, then you uh, you know exactly what we're talking about. But there's another whole segment of the population, they don't do that. They're out late partying and whoring around on Saturday nights. They're doing drugs and God knows what. They stay up till the, till the cock starts crowing, and then they go back to sleep and they wake up with a hangover, uh, probably with someone else's clothes on and a pile of their own mess, and then they turn on the television to watch what we like to call the Church of liantology. Yes, all those Sunday programs which parade around as news, but really are propaganda. Lying liars who lie about everything in an effort to get those those lower intellect Americans to believe every word they say and vote for people like, well, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And yesterday, the Church of Lyontology featured uh, an old an old favorite whom we haven't seen in a very, very long time. A woman that goes by the name of Nancy, nancy pelosi and nancy pelosi was on with dana bash and she was asked about uh, one of these uh, she was asked about this poll that cnn just released which we played earlier today regarding joe biden and just how much people hate him in something
9: titled why is joe biden so unpopular andrew romano writes that at this point in his term joe biden is the second most unpopular president in modern u.s history jimmy carter was the first Romano cites polling data from 538 where Biden's approval rating 910 days into his term stood at just 39%.
0: And so Dana Bash asked Nancy Pelosi about this and said, look, what do you think about this poll? He's the second most unpopular president in history right next to Jimmy Carter. What is it about Joe Biden? How do you you parlay this into a message going into the election? And most importantly, why is it that Americans feel that Joe Biden is the second most unpopular president ever? When I first asked that question, it was, yeah, why don't they think he's the most unpopular? But, you know, I digress. Here was Nancy's answer.
10: A lot of it's about messaging, of course. Uh, I'm so proud of this president. In the two years that we were in the majority working with him, he broke all records Uh, on the level with a Lyndon Johnson or a a, um, Franklin Roosevelt in terms of the caliber of legislation that he passed.
0: Wait wait, a (laughs) minute. FDR, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, Lyndon Johnson. This is this is what were the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's what she's saying Joe Biden is the equivalent of. What has Joe Biden done that A, wasn't illegal or overthrown by the, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States of America, uh, or, or B, effective in any way? Build back better? What has he built back better with all of that money that he was able to finagle out of Congress and the American taxpayers? Literally nothing. Joe Biden is 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 legendary for only one reason—that is for being the most corrupt president in major modern history. So now you see Nancy Pelosi get oh I'm so proud of him he's been able to do these fantastic things he did this amazing, you know what he did he's like Lyndon Johnson or FDR. That is why we call this the Church of Lyontology. Uh But she did say look he's just got trouble he's got trouble connecting with the people.
10: This president did such a remarkable job. He is. A person of such knowledge, such vision for the country, such knowledge of the issues, such strategic thinking and such a legislator. And on top of it all, a person who connects with the American people. He just has to get out there.
0: Joe Biden, in Nancy Pelosi's own words, is a person of knowledge, great knowledge. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All
11: men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. Mm. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Mm. Um gay 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 bathhouses <laughs> and everybody it's all about round the clock sex. It's all come on, man. Yeah. Most people don't know it. You walk into a store and you buy a gun, you have a background check. But you go to a gun show. You can buy whatever you want and no No background background check. check. Yeah,
0: Joe Biden is so knowledgeable, uh, knowledgeable about things. You know what? Joe Biden is also, what did she say? Was it a strategic thinker? Is that what she declared Joe Biden to be? Joe Biden is a, he's such a strategic thinker, says Nancy Pelosi.
10: And on top of it all, a person who connects with the American people. He just has to get out there. He,
0: he connects with the American people, man. He's just listen to listen to how Joe Biden connects with the American people on a regular basis.
11: I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. Mm. Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad, bad boys. boys, yeah.
0: Oh, you're my favorite. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. And you ain't black. It's Joe Biden connecting with people. It's Joe Biden. Here he's connecting with the media. What a
11: stupid son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, and let's not forget Joe Biden connecting with. Well, he's not actually connecting with anything here. Putin's
11: kleptocracy. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kleptocracy and klep, The guys who are the kleptocracies.
0: <laughs> Strategic thinker Joe Biden connecting with everyday average Americans. Gay,
11: gay, gay bathhouses and every. It's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all.
0: Come on, man! Oh man, it's all right. Had to throw that one in there. And then Nancy Pelosi showed her own age a little bit. What a ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Uh, they were, Dana Bash asked her about the whistleblowers, the IRS whistleblowers who have come forward and their stories have been corroborated by now an FBI whistleblower. And these three individuals came forward to Congress and swore an oath and said, the testimony I'm about to give you is true. Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, got special treatment because he's Joe Biden's son. And Joe Biden is is uh, involved in his son's wheelings and dealings. Joe Biden has spoken to and involved himself in all of the business of Hunter Biden, even though he's claimed on multiple occasions he's not. We believe that these suspicious activity reports point to money that has been filtered through the Biden crime family and their various different shell corporations directly to the big guy so that he can live in the lap of luxury and make millions of dollars uh, selling the influence he peddles as vice president and president of the United States. What do you think about that? And Nancy Pelosi said this is all just it's all a circus. What a ridiculous
10: clown show again. On the part of the Republicans, here was a purpose that, that you described. What did they do? Bring in Joe Kennedy.
0: Talk- wait, a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They brought in. They brought in who? Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. The the eldest Kennedy, who was the great great grandfather, I believe, great great uncle. As he's an older dead guy of, of Robert F Kennedy Jr. She thinks that Joe Kennedy is still running around, not his great-great-nephew or whatever, who is the one that's currently running for president and who was brought up in front of the, uh, in front of the uh, U.S. House of Representatives. Luckily, Dana Bash was able to correct the record. Talking
10: about censorship, that he's being censored as he's talking to the world in a congressional hearing and showing pictures uh, that had nothing to do with
8: the right. I think you mentioned Robert Robert F. Kennedy. But on the oh,
0: s and so just. It's okay. Just... Oh, yeah, sorry. about that. That's exactly the one I meant. I'm shocked. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really shocked that Dana Bash even knew who it was that was sitting in front of that committee on <laughs> last week answering their questions. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is who she meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I, I forgot about that. And then, of course, Dana Bash did what she always does. She asked Nancy Pelosi on her way out the door, hey, uh, Joe Biden's old as the hills you know, the uh, the, the, the uh, um, remains of Joe Biden are running for president again. What about you? Do you think that you will also be running for pre- for uh, re-election to the House of Representatives? Or are you going to, you know, call it quits and make way for some new blood? Here's what she
8: said. So are you going to run for re-election? Well,
10: I'm not making any political plans here today, but uh, I'm enjoying my uh, service with the members. The, the, our new members are wonderful. Our leadership, Hakeem Jeffries, Catherine and Clark, What's Uh, your timeline? I I would like. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, it's lovely to see
0: you. Oh, anyway, lovely to see you. 84 years old is how old Nancy Pelosi will be next November. 84. If she runs for another term, which, like, let's be honest, she would win. No one's going to challenge her. No one's going to not vote for her. She comes from one of the most liberal um, strongholds in California, really in the country. She would get another two years. She's holding out, however, we know for that uh, for that ambassadorship to Italy, because Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't want to go back to the Congress. She doesn't want to continue to bicker. She doesn't want to be there when Donald Trump comes back to power she wants to be living in the lap of luxury in an Italian villa a mansion a, a centuries old mansion with with a wine cellar and priceless works of art and lemon trees and all the you know cheese and and pizza that she can eat on the on right there on the ocean the Mediterranean Sea and she wants to do it all at the expense of the American taxpayers that's how she would like to live out the rest of her life Paul I imagine will stay in San Francisco because you know He likes to have those late-night visitors.
3: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, it was easier
0: get that DUI, have someone driving back to his big mansion. Nancy's halfway across the world. Hey, what she don't know won't hurt her. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-627. Speaking of hurting people, uh, when we get back, ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk a little bit about Hunter Biden and what he was doing in Malibu. This weekend, or more importantly, what his lawyer was doing in Malibu while Hunter Biden was visiting. That's coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. More Marque show next.
8: Good morning, Marque. So, Jimmy Carter was the most unpopular president ever than Joe Biden. So, we're supposed to believe that Basement Joe got 81 million votes. More than Hillary, more than Obama. Um, If they're going to cheat again, which, you know, they probably will. They better be more convincing this time around because nobody's going to believe that Biden would beat Trump in in the next election with his numbers. So who who do you think they're going to put in uh, Biden's position?
0: I'll tell you what. I don't think that they care about whether or not they're convincing because Joe Biden has been caught lying on a lot of occasions. He's been caught lying about uh, being involved in his in his son's business practice for I mean, there's multiple instances on recorded footage, television, radio, wherever. In fact, the famous clip with Peter Ducey. Peter Doocy. Yeah. Peter Ducey, where he asked Joe Biden if he's ever worked with. No, Joe Biden said angrily. And then he went on to yell and say, you talk about Trump. Trump's corrupt. Trump was on the phone. No, I've never talked to my son about his businesses whatsoever. Well, we know that's a lie. We know that uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have worked together to bilk millions out of all of our enemies' bank accounts, including China. We have the WhatsApp message where Hunter Biden says, "I'm sitting here with my father. I'm going to. My father will take care of this. My father will make sure that you don't, you know, do anything ever again. Um, and uh, and my father and I are waiting. And then his father and him each got five million dollars a couple of days later. So we know about that. Well, uh, Devin Archer, who's testifying in front of the House. Uh, I believe it is the House Oversight Committee later this week. He is going to report, apparently, that uh, Joe Biden was put on speakerphone with Hunter Biden and his business associates at least two dozen times. New York Post reports that Hunter Biden would dial in his father, then vice president, on speaker phones into meetings with his overseas business partners. Um, And then uh, he would uh, talk to them and God knows what else he did. And a lot of that was basically a, you know, it's like when they say, hey, let me let me test the product before I purchase it. That's basically what they were doing, testing the product. Can you actually deliver your father? Oh, yeah? Let me get him non-speaker here, and then you can send the money directly to one of my bank accounts. Uh, Archer, who's 48, is facing jail for his role in a $60 million bond fraud. He's scheduled to testify to the House Oversight Committee about meetings he witnessed that were attended by Joe Biden, either in person or via speakerphone, when Hunter would call his dad while speaking with his business partners. One such meeting was in Dubai late in the evening of Friday, December 4th, 2015, after a board meeting of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which was paying Hunter $83,000 a month as a director. Archer, who was also a director, is expected to testify that, after dinner with the Burisma board at the Burj Al Arab Hotel, he and Hunter traveled six miles north to the Four Seasons Resort Dubai at Jamariah Beach to have a drink with one of Hunter's friends. While they were sitting outside at the bar, Vadim Pozorovsky, a senior Barisma executive, phoned to ask where they were because Barisma's owner needed to speak to Hunter urgently. "Can you ring your dad?" they asked. Hunter then called his father, put him on speaker, placed the phone on the table, and introduced the Ukrainians to Joe Biden by name. He also said words to the effect that the Barisma bigwigs quote, "need" our support and what happened well we all know what happened but just in case you forgot
11: I look i said i'm leaving in six hours if the prosecutor's not fired you're not getting the money oh son of a bitch
0: <laughs> got fired that was joe biden using his uh, his uh, your money and his power to uh to thwart the prosecution of those same barisma executives and consequently his son who sat on the board 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, before we get out of here, I got to tell you about Hunter Biden going to Malibu and hanging out with his lawyer, his rich lawyer, his rich lawyer who was photographed on his balcony token on a big glass bong <laughs> while Hunter was visiting. And I don't know if you know anything about alcoholics and former drug addicts, but they're not supposed to be around alcoholics or drug addicts. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the, it's like rule number one. If you are a recovering drug addict, don't hang out with people who are doing drugs. Uh, active drug addicts, are persona non grata, but Hunter has one on retainer. They call him his sugar brother. His sugar brother. Uh, Kevin Morris rips bong as first son visits him at L.A. home, according to the New York Post. Uh, Morris, a successful Hollywood-based lawyer and major Democratic Party supporter, um, has received millions and has given Hunter Biden millions, at least $2 million last year, to pay off his delinquent federal taxes. In addition, when Hunter Biden had to fly to Arkansas for his paternity hearing, guess whose private plane he flew on? That's correct. Morris, his attorney. Now, oftentimes they refer to uh, Morris as Hunter's sugar brother, which is weird to me because Hunter already has a sugar daddy. Hunter's got sugar coming in from all over these places. He's got sugar uncles and they've got millions in the the Biden clan. But I guess it would look sketch if they spent the money to pay off Hunter's taxes. So he has his lawyer uh, the, the bill. I'll be. It, it's interesting to me. You've been doing a lot of bad stuff if your lawyer is rich enough to loan you $2 million. If your lawyer has more money than you do, you probably, you probably need to reassess some of your life situations. If you've given all of your money to an attorney to the point where when the IRS comes knocking, you've got to hit him up for an IOU and you've got to fly on your lawyer's private plane because you can no longer afford one, yeah, that's going to be that's definitely, uh, the, that's definitely what happens when you make several bad decisions in a row. Listen, we got to get out of here. But, man, we did it. We jammed everything into today's show. I didn't think it would happen. But thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for being part of it. We will be back tomorrow, uh, day seven of K's Kids Christmas in July. Plus, we're following along with all of these stories, and we'll let you know what's going on as soon as it happens. Noon Eastern, 11 Central tomorrow, another episode of The Mark K Show.